Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mark G. Richardson's hit podcast series, Remodeling Mastery. This series is brought to you by Surefire Local. Today, Mark is going to be talking about innovation and the top tips to use for your business. Mark, take it away. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to help you think about, reflect, and improve your business. This podcast series is supported by the National Association of the Remodeling Industry, as well as Professional Remodeler Magazine. It's also produced by Surefire Local, a leading digital marketing group. What I try to do is take different topics, topics that I think are really relevant and thought-provoking for you and your business. Today, I want to talk about the topic of innovation. It's so important, I think, that you start to get innovative, that the business actually makes innovation an integral part of your thinking. The remodeling industry, and certainly most remodeling businesses, respectfully, are very, very antiquated. They almost are kind of living, so to speak, in the Stone Age in terms of of the products that are being used. They're very similar with a little bit more efficiencies, a little bit more detailing, a little bit of changes in materials. Many of these products are used 20, 30, 50 years ago. The processes of how we go about building remodeling projects, installing cabinets, framing walls, building roofs, is really very, very similar that we've done in the last 50 or 100 years. Technology has certainly had an influence. However, most remodeling businesses are still living way behind the curve in terms of leveraging the level of technologies that are available and are integrated into so many other industries that are out there. Even on a marketing side, most remodeling companies still depend on past clients and personal referrals as their way of understanding their data as well as generating leads. So the bottom line is that this is clearly very innovative or antiquated compared to what it's been happening. However, what we're seeing in the industry is a level of change, I think, that's happening much, much more quickly. And that change and that dynamic in the industry is happening very, very fast. The speed at which things are happening today compared to 10 or 20 years ago is really very, very different. 10, 20 years ago, you could get back to a client within 24, 48 hours. Today, it's within the same hour. 10 to 20 years ago, time would actually build value where today, time is not on your side. 10 to 20 years ago, you were really the product expert. You were the sage. You were the therapist when it came to remodeling. However, today, in large part because the Internet... Homeowners, in many ways, know more about products, know more about services, know more about costing, and in many cases, they even know more about you than you know about yourself. Another dynamic that's out there today is the whole labor and talent situation. 
Now, clearly, there is a big, big labor shortage in the industry, and there's a lot of chitter and chatter about, you know, the solutions for this is to kind of change our culture and make working in the construction industry more favorable. While that's certainly, I think, an, a, a great, honest kind of way to look at the problem, it's not very effective, and it's a very, very long-term kind of solution. There's also a level of demand out there today when it comes to remodeling activity that's very, very high. In large part, it's driven not so much by you as a company doing things better. It's driven because of interest rates. It's driven because of appreciation of homes. It's driven because of the wealth effect in the stock market. It's driven because of the new housing shortage that's out there forcing people to stay into their homes. So when you look at all these dynamics, the speed, the labor dynamic, and you also look at sort of the demand piece of this, you know, you'd think to yourself, okay, in terms of demand, gosh, this is a time to kind of make hay and be very, very profitable. However, it's not necessarily an easy time to be in business. Many of the businesses out there, while the phone is ringing, they're not necessarily seeing the kind of profitability and the results that they would like to see. Now, my belief in all this is that you need to think more innovatively and not necessarily think in terms of, you know, the marketplace really feeding you moving forward. So as you think kind of the solution, I think you need to invent different ways of doing things. You need to question things. And quite frankly, you need to start saying no to certain things that even though the opportunities that are out there, you're not going to necessarily be successful. A friend of mine said, if a business is not changing, it will become irrelevant. And I think more than ever, that's true as it relates to the innovation. If a business is not innovating, it will become irrelevant. So I'm going to give you a few tips, a tips that will help you think about kind of incorporating innovation into your business, into your thinking, into your day. The first tip is start to have deeper thoughts as it relates to innovation. Start to question the way you're doing things. Start to question the products. Start to question the services. Start to question the team. So if you start by having some what I would call deeper thought and asking the right questions, as simple as is there a better way, you're already, I think, priming the pump for innovation. The second is you need to start making some appointments to yourself focused on change and innovation. Now, literally, you treat yourself not necessarily the same as you do clients and other team members. So make a couple appointments a week. It might be for 30 minutes. It might be for 40 minutes, uh, a couple of times a week. And literally carve it out on your schedule that you're going to focus on some innovative things. Focus on some things that are oriented towards change. Because the reality with the pace of life and everything is going to consume you if you don't carve out the time to do it. Number three is taking inventory. It's great to have the thoughts. It's great to take, uh, have a couple of appointments, but I would go pretty deep in terms of the numbers, the inventory of the time that you spend on different kinds of things. Probably the easiest way to see returns when it comes to innovation is saving time. 
So start to break apart not only what you do in terms of the process, but also a typical day or week in your life and how are you spending your time. So by taking inventory of how you go about doing things, the products, your, your, your team members, take inventory of time and ask yourself, is there another way to do it? A lot of times, the time involved in this case is really quite simple. It's more about questioning, do I need to spend some time or more time in vehicle driving around as opposed to having more, using more innovative technologies and screen sharing and webinar type tools that are out there to communicate with, with clients. So by taking inventory of how long certain things take, it'll actually give you the insights of what the potential is for the savings of time and whether it's worth the calories or not to invest in it to actually improve. Number four, I think, tip is actually a theme that I heard uh, from a very successful individual in business. And he said in his company, they have three fundamental components that they ask themselves or they regularly remind themselves. And this theme is one of the things that really guides, I think, where they put their energy and focus. And the theme is think big, start small, act fast. I'm a big believer, as those that read and certainly know the different things that I speak about, I think having themes create alignment, alignment for you, alignment for your team, but it also helps to frame your thinking. So go back to that theme for a moment. Think big. You need to think at the right scale of things. It might be only three things that you're really focused on, but think big. What are those three things that you're going to think big? Start small. So break that big thought into parts. And what is, how can I inch it along? How can I put my toe in the water with this big innovative idea or initiative? And then act fast. And that is a plan. What do I need to do to put that in place tomorrow? What do I need to do to put that in place next week? So if you can think in terms of that that theme, I think you're going to be more successful when it comes to innovation. Number five tip is look at other models in business and in life. There are so many other industries, so many other aspects of your life that you see every single day and you adopt that have really, really good innovative kind of thinking. A good example of that is the automobile industry and how it's changing, shifting to a lot of different models of vehicles out there in terms of uh, some of the efficiencies and the technologies. Probably one of the best model in terms of innovation in terms of vehicles is Tesla. So I would encourage you, go to the Tesla showroom, actually walk how, look at how they take clients through the process. You know, what they've done at Tesla is completely changed the paradigm of how you go about buying cars. They clearly make it easy, not only in terms of the product itself, but also in terms of the buying process and the experience that you have with them. Another innovative industry out there that I think is sort of worth looking at, and that's the medical industry and actually doctors out there that are doing office visits online today. 
and insurance companies are starting to uh, pay for those services uh, in such a way that doctors are actually leveraging some of the technologies. If you really kind of think about it, how much time are you going to spend in car going or sitting in a waiting room waiting for the doctor? All that's wasted, wasted time that just with some innovation on the part of having more of an online type of experience of an office visit uh, is really different. You know, another one, looking at the hotel industry and how it's really changed, both in terms of, of the traditional ho- hotel models, but also in terms of Airbnb and some of the other models that are out there. You know, they clearly have focused on innovation, both in terms of the process, but also in terms of how do they present the offering to prospective clients. The bottom line is there's a lot of innovative worlds, and I think if you and your team can kind of brainstorm, what are those other worlds out there that we can learn from that are directly or indirectly parallel to the remodeling industry, we're going to be more successful. Number six, if you want to be more innovative, start to look for new products that are innovative that you can start to incorporate into your Uh, uh, business model when it comes to the clients, but also when it comes to the team. Some of these new products might be wrapped around the, the energy efficiencies. Some of them might be wrapped around lifestyle and accessibility. Some of them might be wrapped around particular design in terms of innovation and ease of doing things. Also, don't forget about the ease in the installation process. If you can figure out a way, for example, let's say Windows, by using an innovative product, if you can figure out a way that for every window that you put in, it's going to save you 15 minutes multiplied out over the course of a year, you've just saved tremendous amount of time and money. So if you want to think innovation, try to drill into some of the innovative products that are out there. The number seven tip when it comes to innovation is get a champion. The reality is, as I work with some of the best of the best remodelers in the country, I see certain individuals within the business that are very passionate about change and innovation. So tap them on the shoulder. There's no need to create a special position, but tap them on the shoulder and have they, them be your kind of innovation champion. Have them spend time and energy researching different kind of innovative ideas. Have regular conversations with that individual about innovation and then incorporate those in, a, in the appropriate manner to the rest of the team. There's a friend of mine who has a great remodeling company that actually created an innovation or futures committee within it. And when he kind of threw it out to his overall team, who would be interested in being part of this? He really expected initially a handful of people that had an interest to be part of this, looking for the future, looking for innovative ways of doing things. But the reality was when he threw it out there, he had about a third of the company actually raise their hand and say they wanted to be part of this. The reality is this is a team sport, and it's really critical that you don't carry all the weight on your back when it comes to innovation. And I think the more that you can kind of make it more of a community sport, it really becomes part of your culture, and that culture is also uh, makes you a more of a magnet in terms of a place to work. Number eight is expand, I think, your innovation thinking beyond 
just your immediate company, your immediate product, and your immediate clients. Think about your strategic alliances. You know, none of us are as smart as all of us. And if you try to expand that circle and think about the manufacturers, think about the uh, the suppliers, think about all of your trade partners, your mechanical partners out there, and really include them in the innovation discussion. You might even conduct a lunch, let's say, and have an innovation lunch and talk about innovative ideas that different people are, are presenting to the rest of the group. Number nine uh, is more focused on the how you go about approaching innovation. And that is, I think, one of the, the mistakes I think a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders do, they tend to jump in, make a big splash in the deep end of the pool. They change so many things, it becomes super disruptive to the fundamental processes and the systems in the business. So one way to think about this is actually create a little incubator. And what I mean by that, take a piece of the business that you want to be a little bit more innovative to and actually take two or three people and actually have them experiment and test the different innovative ideas. Don't necessarily change everything that you're doing just based on a couple of ideas because the reality is you're going to learn from the incubator, but more importantly, the incubator team's going to actually be able to sell it to the rest of the team and get more people excited. So be careful not to corrupt what you're presently doing in the spirit of innovation. And number 10, and it's certainly, you know, an overall theme, I think, in business, and that is act now. You know, as I said at the beginning, change is happening so fast. You know, it's so important that you don't sort of wonder what happens or you don't sort of watch others achieve it. You have to get out and make it happen. And this wave, as we talk about, you got to be in the wave when it comes to innovation. Don't get so far ahead of it that it becomes problematic. But also, <clears throat> what's more likely for many is falling short behind the wave as well. So I want to thank everybody for joining me today. And again, I want to thank for those that really support, I think, taking your business to the next level, including the National Association of the Remodeling Industry as well as Professional Remodeler. And again, I want to thank my friends at Surefire Local for helping me to produce, I think, some really good content that hopefully will help you take your business to the next level. Take care, everyone. Thank you, Mark. You just listened to episode 88 of Mark G. Richardson's Remodeling Mastery Series brought to you by Surefire Local. I hope you were able to take away what Mark shared today and put that into your own business. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to Remodeling Mastery on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening in and we hope to see you next time.